0: Okay, so hello and welcome back to Chai Brand Podcast with myself Chai Drew and your boy Ray T. Yo. This is our eighth episode, and we're excited to say we have our first guest, the incredibly talented artist, 3D sculptor, and future NFT creating millionaire, if the Ali aka Conduit. What's up? <laughs> Alright, so this week, rather than jumping right into Chai Brand's affairs, we're gonna start off by finding a little bit more about if D, so do you mind if I ask you a couple of questions bro? Of course. All right, the first question is, how do we know you? Where are you from? What street you live on? What are you doing in my end zone? <laughs> 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 okay. <I'll hold> <laughs> no, Like, well, How well, do we know you? How, we, how did we meet? How
1: exactly, did we meet? I was thinking about this today, you know. Um, it was all just through, uh, through school. Um, because we went, we all went to the same secondary school. Where you guys are like, like I think Drew, you're like four years older than me, and Ray's like five years older. Uh, Ray you used to come to visit when you were in uni. Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, I remember. I'll, I'll never forget this. Uh, I finished the lesson, and it just became lunch period, and all my friends start texting me and they're like, "You have to come to the art studio right now." And I'm like, "Guys, oh, I'm, guys, I'm hungry and need to get food." They're like, no, you need to come right now so I skip cafeteria I go straight to the art studio and everyone's gathered around this table and I can't see like who's there and miss um, is just she's got this big smile across her face I'm like what's going on and then they like she showed me like here I want you to meet Ray and I look on. he's just he's like hello <laughs> <laughs> you know like the way he says like <laughs> you know, yeah you like that and, um, yeah he's just he's just drawing something Ooh, like you know quiet finding his own business and then she just wanted us to get to know each other and for us to like for him to teach me uh, 2d skills and whatnot all that sort of stuff and i think from there i i used to watch rays and um, streams on uh, twitch not on twitch yeah it was twitch back then wasn't it before like piccata and that sort of stuff
2: um or, i think i was on live stream
1: yeah yeah that's i didn't know about called... twitch Yeah, mm. so twitch my... didn't
2: have a category for artists at the time yeah it was only like recently that they got that stuff kind yeah
1: of. that's what it was that website yeah. live stream i completely forgot about that, that was so long ago mm. um,
2: yeah it's kind of a forgettable place yeah all people yeah. remember is twitch
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's what was in my mind
2: that's where and they I...
1: play them games and then i think <laughs> from there um eventually ray got me into the into the skype group which was like the pre-discord era and that's where i met you oh sweet and that's when that's when it was like our whole whole little gang on on skype the <laughs> Bl- blenders yeah. oh, no that yeah, is... <laughs> it's a
2: grimy little oh name. what a
1: journey <laughs> yeah that was a long ass name that was long-ass a that
0: ago. was a pretty good uh pretty that's good time guy.
3: though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's <laughs> some,
0: some memorable times in that in that yeah. Skype group. Yeah, Mm-mm.
3: yeah.
0: I think the first <laughs> time I actually like met you in person was probably at a calf or something. Like a, uh, I can't even oh, remember. I remember.
1: I remember. You remember? It was, ra- it was the raid. The raid. The raid. The raid 2. We went to see it in the cinema. Oh my Oh God, yes. <laughs> like eleven o'clock at night. That <laughs> it was night, the- man. <laughs>
0: Oh, it
2: was fire though.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. That was wild.
0: Oh, man. That's got to be one of my best movies that I've, I've seen in this. It's still one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I didn't
1: yeah, know that I that's really when really we really first mean, met. Ah. I remember because, like, I, I came, I saw you guys, I got my ticket, walked up to you guys, and you were like, Ifty? Ifty? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That was fun.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I talked about that film for ages after <laughs> we watching did. It. it was late as you fuck. Just... Yeah, we just did out outside house. my house
0: just... <laughs> in the middle of the <laughs> night.
1: <Right. laughs> yeah, you guys must have been up at like one o'clock just talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Nah, the it was movie no finished at like half 12 at night. Yeah.
2: Oh, man. That was wild. That, oh, I think that was the only film I watched twice at the cinema.
1: Really?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That and think... Avengers 1.
2: Oh. Okay.
0: Avengers 1 I watched a few times. Mm. Only because, like, everyone wanted to watch it. And I'd already seen it, like, <laughs> with other people. So I just kept going back and watching it. But, yeah, Ra- Raid 2 is the only one that I, like, openly was just like, yeah, I'm going back to watch that again. Mm. Oh, man. I think was so
1: good. First first movie I re- I watched twice was uh, Black Panther. Oh yeah, this that is, one. Oh, it's the man. only film I've ever in my whole life I've experienced where when I went to book tickets, I couldn't get any tickets. Really? Never, Whoa. ever. Any Marvel movie in at least in Cambridge hmm. for the two cinemas here, I've always found tickets on the first day. Yeah. In the in the middle of the day. Yeah. Black Panther is the one movie. Where for the first three, four days I could not get a single ticket. They were all wow. It was literally on the same level as like Infinity War or Endgame.
0: That's mad. I don't remember Holy that. I the first time I went to watch it was like um was in uh London. In one oh, of yeah. the Odeons. So I think it was in Wandsworth, but I had yeah, I didn't in, have any in... issues. It was packed. It was packed as fuck. But like we mm. we we pre-booked it earlier that day and just got the got the same Got it, got it the same day and then i watched it again in cambridge but that was like a week later and they were like it was empty mm. yeah but wow man i didn't know it Bro, had wait. that much of a reception in cambridge that's crazy
1: yeah i was not expecting that because usually mm. like like cambridge yeah people see movies but not like that not like <laughs> you know that I mean? man that's different yeah that's like that's the kind of thing that happens in america you know what i mean mm. yeah, that was wild yeah and I watched that one in Norwich as well. I watched that one
0: in three different cities. Man. I love that. I love that movie. You it three
1: times? Yeah. No, yeah, And it's one in of the, the ones
0: cinema? that I'll like. Yeah, yeah. In cinema. It's one yeah. of the ones that I'll actually like go back and watch um, on like Disney Plus just because like I'll have it in the background okay. but just because I love it so much. And I love the. I just love everything about that movie. I think it was like perfectly just. It was just perfected everything about it—the the costume, the setting, the I think the script writing was amazing. I thought it was hilarious and like still down to earth. I thought, oh man, Ryan Kugler as a director, one yeah. of my inspirations, definitely.
1: That was his debut big blockbuster. Film yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember his was it Fruit was it Fruitvale Station? I watched that and cried uh, my fucking eyes out. He did oh, yeah. that. He did that with uh, Michael B. Jordan before that. I oh man. I even love the Creed movie. I just love this guy, man. He's 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 a great director.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, did he do Creed as well? Yeah, yeah. He did Creed. Oh, so oh, wow. I see, I see. Oh, yeah. so that's that's probably where they they picked him up from. Mm, mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I even heard that the soundtrack, like the uh, the songs, like the singing, like the African songs, and they're like they're very well known um, mm. African songs. So, like. In South Africa, in the cinema, everyone in the theatre is singing along with the movie, like with the soundtrack. sick. Like, I didn't, I had no idea, like, it was that deep. Man. I I knew he did his
0: research on, like, every aspect, because I was watching the, like, the making of. It was one of those small making ofs, though, so it didn't go into too too much detail about everything. But I thought, fucking Mm. hell, the artwork and the, the, like, face paints and that. Like, he really did his research. Like, he was in Africa for months, just, like, soaking it up.
1: That's mad though. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that that to me was just like that just hit me as like it's just on a deeper level. Like you mm. don't get that with with like just any other Western movie, right? Even if there's like a pop song, no one's singing along to it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> yeah. It's just oh,
0: he did his research, man. Holy That's shit. That's so man. dope. That's so dope. Yeah. Anyway on to the next question (laughs) I was like question one Um, Okay uh, next question is Where did you study and
1: what did you study Where did I study So um, Anglia Ruskin Is where I did my game course Mm. Which was basically the like Foundation of uh, Learning all the software Mm. After that I studied at Vertex School Which is a school that's run by Ryan Kingsline And he is like he, that, that man's just on another level that like he's he's just so cool um his whole thing is like getting people to not just get games in like jobs in sorry not, not just get jobs in games but to get jobs like further than that like to just go up in like create he calls it creative tech that whole industry mm. uh, games films vr ar simulations all that sort of stuff oh wow and he's basically, like, teaching people to just, like, learn all the skills, learn all the software, like, in a more contemporary way. Unlike Uni, where mm. you kind of get bottlenecked by the knowledge of the teacher. Yeah. But then at Vertex, I've got guys from teachers from, like, CD Project Red, from, like, working on The Witcher, people working oh, on, like, Ghost of Tsushima, people working Jesus on, like... Yeah, like people working on like big name games coming in and doing workshops and teaching because they all know ryan that's so Uh, it was it was the best it was the best i i honestly wish i went to vertex and i just didn't go to university Mm. but i have a degree at least so there's that yeah (laughs) it's always a good good
0: stripe to have on your cv yeah wow that's awesome man uh next question is um how did your family and friends react when you said you
1: wanted to pursue a creative career not great in terms of family Mm. um in terms of friends they your friends are like to me in school uh, your friends kind of become like your parents Mm. in the sense that you go to them for guidance and then they come to you for guidance and you all kind of parent each other Mm. And so they all, all yeah, obviously, they've all like encouraged me like to pursue it, just to pursue what I love to do. Mm. They will see my artwork, my sketches in my sketchbooks, or like even in my textbooks when I'm supposed to be paying attention, I'm just like drawing Batman in my physics book.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so like, yeah, like my friends are obviously, there they were like great about it, but my parents, are, like my family, for them it was different. Because mm. for them, it's all a matter of like, well, at the end of the day, like you've got to make a living, you got to do this, this and this and all these other important responsibilities, mm. which is absolutely fine. Did but, you did
0: you have to like prove yeah. yourself to them? Like, did you prove that there was a way to make like a, a lucrative career in in this industry?
1: I would have to just show them like things that other people would say, like maybe some from like a YouTube video or mm. uh I would show them job applications which was uh quite interesting because <clears throat> on the applications they show you um uh, like the salary
0: oh yeah salary <clears throat> expectations yeah
1: yeah so they'll show you on there like oh like for this junior position we'll pay you like 30k a year 40k yeah and they're like oh this pays quite well mm. but then it's a matter of getting into it as well yeah but their whole concern is just me having like a good like livelihood which i understand Mm. but then obviously that that just doesn't really mesh well with like from the art side of it like Mm. from the business side of it sure you know it's gonna you just have to believe in yourself and work on your craft and it's gonna happen but then the artist inside you doesn't care about any of that yeah the artist inside you just wants to be huddled up in a cave and just keep working on their craft you know what i mean Mm. Mm. so those things uh definitely are in conflict so it's uh how would I say it's a work in progress Mm. it's a work in progress on in that side of things in terms of it being lucrative Uh, I I suppose they're still waiting for me to prove myself at this moment in time
0: Mm. yeah how did you um, well you well it sounds like from the reception that you got from like your, your, your parents and family that it wasn't like too great so obviously you were the one that had to kind of like push yourself through uni how did you keep motivated throughout university it was that? difficult man yeah
1: that's one of the most difficult things That's probably the most difficult thing I've ever had to do mm. was to keep myself uh hyped and that the word I prefer to use is to like keep myself psyched up I don't like to use the word motivation mm I've come to this sort of realization that motivation just is, not that it's not real, but motivation doesn't care about you. Yeah. That's kind of something that I realized. Yeah. Um, When I was at Vertex, we had this one day where uh, one of the students in my class were kind of talking about that, how, like, they don't feel motivated. And Ryan just said straight up, said to him, like, when you're in the industry, no one's going to, no one's going to care. If whether you feel motivated or not. If you don't deliver, you're fired. It's mm. a job. And another one of the instructors was... Well, that's not exactly what Ryan said. I'm just paraphrasing. But yeah, another one of the instructors was saying that, like, somebody who is a professional, when they do this every day, like, five days a week, nine, uh, 10 o'clock to, to 6 p.m., if they have a day where they don't feel motivated, like, that's their job. Like, they can't just be like, oh, I'm not feeling it today. No, like, that's your... That's your bread and butter, right? Mm. So you have to find a way. You have to find it in yourself to work where you don't need motivation. You Mm. just have to do it, which sounds really annoying because it's not like a straight answer.
0: No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. yeah. The way that
1: I personally um, came to a conclusion was that motivation is like one of your fuel sources, Mm. but it's like, It's like an energy drink It's like sugar It just It fizzles out And then you Mm. Then you slump after But One thing that I realised is I just You don't have You cannot rely on motivation To Mm. fuel you You have to tap into something else Mm. That's what I realised for for me
0: Okay Okay okay, I read this book It's interesting that you say that Because everything that That you're saying I agree with But um, I would use different wording. I read this book about motivation called The Motivation Myth, where the main premise of the book is um, that people in the creative industry and in any industry at large rely on inspiration, which is which is fleeting. And um, I feel like that's what you were talking about when you were um, when you were saying motivation, like the people that are like, oh, I'm not motivated today. No, you're not inspired today there's no inspiration behind the work that you're doing but the motivation what you need to understand is that it's not it's not like inspiration it's not getting up and being like oh wow I got this great idea it's like you you have to motivate it's 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 almost slow burning and then you yes. can throw you can throw wood in that fire which might be the inspiration and you might get like a big burst of like motivate what what you would call motivation but it's um you need to keep working at it like if you're not feeling inspired in the morning then you get up Start working start moving and then get those gears grinding and that's where the motivation comes and you have to keep the motivation up yes, it's, uh, the it's Yeah, it's, it's a it's a really good book and I'll say I'll send you a link um Afterwards, yeah. but yeah, everything you said is, is exactly what the guy was saying but He just used the words inspiration instead of motivation But I do i yeah. like I don't believe in using inspiration as a as that's a as a fuel mean, using, source anymore using motivation Yeah, you have to you have to yeah keep your motivation up by yourself you have to keep by by working you have to actively do stuff you can't wait on inspiration to fuel that oh yeah okay great now i'm i'm motivated to move you need to be moving constantly and then it'll, yes. you, you'll get bursts that are higher than others but it's, it's seeing what you're doing which you love like the, the a thing you love as a job which is really hard initially yeah but then when, when you get clients or when you get um get in in the industry like get your foot in in like an agency or something like that you start seeing where where um that love of love of your love of your craft and your your job like intermingle and where that line those lines get blurred and then you 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 start seeing yourself actually you start being able to push yourself without inspiration the inspiration is the client like the inspiration is i need to get this work done
1: and it's that's, yeah. that's that experience which um i'm like uh of, in terms of having the like what you're saying now that's something that like i've never like really experienced in like a serious way mm-hmm. and i'm like kind of sheepish about it to be honest <laughs> like <laughs> working for a client or working in a studio like i'm, I'm curious to see how my uh, artistic energy is going to resonate with that
0: it's it's different <laughs> it's, yeah, it's definitely different. You start seeing where you're like, where your true skills lie, because mm. if you can do something without wanting to do it, like without really being like into it, but knowing that you have to do it, and using one of your like talents and skills to do something for someone else that you're not, you're not, you don't care about making a bloody billboard for a hospital, but like, you <laughs> like, I'm just using an example of my, like, but you you do it, and then yeah. it comes yeah. out like, comes out great and I but you're you're not proud of it yeah
1: because it's it's just the job because it's just
0: the job but but you're still able to use those skills that you have when you're doing something that you love
1: yeah
0: you know it's I don't know it's 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 tough I do like like I envy people like Ray where it's like Ray's um people approach Ray to do stuff in his art style so he's (laughs) never betraying his own like love of what he does yeah that is actually a really whereas good point. whereas someone someone like it if, if ray was in an agency they'd be like ray um go make something or go make a website or do or go do something else which he's still able to do with his skill set but it's not hit it, the the end result doesn't reflect him at all you know <laughs> no like it's it's yeah you have to you have to hit someone else's brand guidelines whereas you don't have brand guidelines because you're the product at the at the like when you're getting commissions, it's like, oh I want stuff yeah. in your art style so you can stay true to yourself. It's it's tough, man, it's tough. But um but it's, it's it's um I I can't say it's tough. It's different. It's different. Definitely. Yeah. It's just if have to get, figure out whether it's yeah, good or not in
3: the yeah. moment. Mm.
0: Yeah, you might get a project rise. that you're you full wholeheartedly in. Like that mm. guy that you're talking about, the the guy that does the God of War. I'm sure he was wholeheartedly in everything oh, that yeah. he does. Rafael Grosetti, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: yeah i yeah. mean you can see it in his work as well like he's just i mean he directed all the art all the con everything everything in the game that like, you see so in terms of the mm-hmm. art style so so yeah like you just have to that's one thing that i keep in mind as well like say if i was ever in that situation where i was working like that like like uh <laughs> working for sony and they put me in whichever studio that needs that needs someone to work out mm. am i gonna vibe with the uh the uh, project mm. well, then at, the end, at the end of the day you don't have a choice <laughs> you know you just, yeah. it's your job to just make everything run to make it look good mm. that's just all it is
3: yeah.
0: yeah some people do that and, and work at that at that pace for a long time so they can get to the point where their accolades are high enough that they they'll never have to do that again and they mm. can direct something like someone will be approach them for their own art style it's 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 there's so many different ways to get into the industry and so many different ways to stay in the industry but obviously the dream for everyone is to be like someone like Ray that can wake up every morning and do what they do best in their Mm -hmm. style whereas um like a, a bloody lighting artist on a video game is going to be sat there like oh fuck this like i, I want to do my own shit like, yeah, yeah but yeah but they, they one day they might be a director and and get to do stuff in their own style. but um yeah man it's it's, it's tough the creative the creative industry is like it's tough man it's
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's really strange it's sort of yin and yang um, mm. relationship between the sorts of jobs that people like like me someone like me like there are jobs which I think I want. <laughs> and then I know, like, when I get it, it's not going to be what I expect. I know mm. that. But I want it anyway. Mm. <laughs> for the experience? Just, yeah. For the experience, for the. Yeah, just, just well for the able. love of it, too. Because mm-hmm. I, I love, like, I'd love to work on a game, I'd love to work on a big triple a like experience because i love to play them like all these games that even games like we all three of us we've all played ghost of tsushima
3: Mm, and we've all shared that
1: experience yeah like i'd love to work on a game like that regardless of the the, there's gonna be like bureaucracy all that stuff that's 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 everywhere Mm. and sure maybe i'll maybe i'll hate it but i want to see if i'll hate it you know what i mean yeah i don't want to make my mind up before that yeah uh.
0: Anyway, oh, moving on What hardware and software Do you use to make your 3D art, man?
1: What hardware do I use for? Yeah, built a PC <clears throat> In my first year of uni A 6700k uh, For my CPU I've got two 1080s in SLI And 32 gigs of RAM uh, Damn. So I went with like High RAM to be- Just from the beginning because uh, that's just just something that you need when you're mm. using like ZBrush and, and stuff like that mm. um, I probably should have gone for a different CPU because the one that I went for back then has only got four cores and I've only just learned now that having like a lot of cores is very important but at the same time it's very expensive mm. especially back then high core counts were very expensive um, I used a, a Cintiq a Intuos Medium Pro for a long time and i just recently got a cintiq Hmm. Uh, did you get a screen protector yet no i haven't (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna get the one which you sent me i will get it yeah (laughs) yeah this is exactly the one i wanted so clean yeah Hmm. but yeah um i'll probably i don't think i can get back away from the uh from the, the display tablet from the cintiq it's just for 3d at least it's so fast it feels so good to use a a display tablet for 3d i just i love it so much mm. everything I, I feel like everything's just so much more accurate and whatnot mm. i think um, that's the same with 2d art as well
0: yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah so, True. i know a lot of my um a lot of people that i would follow for uh for 2d um especially one of my main like mentors um, Ahmed Alduri. uh he was uh i think he's started his own like um teaching course now actually uh, he was telling me like he doesn't like to use a Cinti. he just likes really? to use a display tablet. Yeah, he just said he doesn't like it. Uh, that's just his own personal thing. Mm. I don't know.
2: I know but... there are digital artists who are kind of like that. Mm. They they prefer using a regular tablet than you know something mm. like the Cinti screen. You tablet. think it's because they're like used to it or something?
0: That that's crazy. Probably.
2: I don't. Yeah, really there like... are people like that who are probably not used to having their hand in the way or something mm. yeah you know what yeah. ZBrush,
1: it is really annoying to have my hand yeah of some of the ui it is yeah, it's kind sometimes. of interesting mm. yeah i think also yeah. for posture as well yeah. some people have quite <laughs> bad posture with, with their oh probably yeah they they right. yeah they need their yeah, <laughs> yeah or like a nice decent arm or something I don't yeah know. Cause with a with a cintiq, like you can really allow yourself to be hunched over for like long periods of time, <laughs> and um, I've got an awful habit of leaning onto the my drawing elbow,
2: mm. so
1: all of my weight's shifted onto my the right side of my back, and it does get a bit painful sometimes. But mm. you just have to remind yourself to like sit straight or not. Um, but yeah, that's a. The health tips from me <laughs> 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 completely on oh, uh software um we trained with maya and zbrush at, at uni uh, as far as i'm aware maya is like com- just completely industry standard uh mm-hmm. at vertex they really encourage people to learn maya just because in the industry <clears throat> in the industry there's just like masses and masses of uh code Written just for Maya as plugins and whatnot. Mm. Uh, I think Blender's like getting up there. Yeah, I was in Especially with about the that. recent update. Blender's yeah. free, right? Blender's always been free. It's always been open source. Um, and yeah. the CEO or the owner, I'm not sure what he goes by, but he's mentioned that he's never going to charge for it. Uh, that's something that he's just.
2: Said. I just realized, isn't Maya like subscription
1: based? Maya is subscription based now I yeah. think recently they changed it before oh, it was like they, they pulled an adobe oh, oh man yeah God. i think oh in, damn. You, yeah you i heard it's like it. super expensive yeah it's like a five grand f- annual um what
2: annual oh jesus christ
1: yeah f- oh, my, my goodness five grand though um five grand annual annually monthly 300
0: oh sweet jesus
1: for one for like like a personal subscription for a personal subscription and then i think a business one is a lot higher (laughs) (laughs) but it like to be fair to be fair like with the amount that you can do with that with it is like it's actually crazy 300 a Um, month
0: though as a person like a oh my god as a person,
1: I like
0: that. <laughs> as one person, <laughs> as one person, wow! you gonna really make three hundred pounds worth of content? Like, uh, well, that's crazy.
1: Well, the thing is, is like the yeah. Uh, the thing about Maya is just uh, sure Blender does everything the same. But when you just get used to the software and you start to like just use mm. it more often, and and the fact that everyone else is really using it as well, everyone in mm. the industry at least they're all using it oh, uh, all the studios are using it too uh, it's just it's such a good it's a good skill to actually be able to use it like a lot of game uh, applications prefer mm-hmm. that you know either maya or 3ds max uh, so because they you know maya. that
0: they, they've just they've charged that much because they're like you need us the, yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah that's Adobe.
1: i mean it's it's capitalism. adobe is
0: 50 it. pounds a month i pay 50 pounds a month I think that's expensive
1: for Adobe. Yeah, the, you know all I of it. That knowing how expensive Maya is, it makes me realize that you know what—if Adobe wanted to, they could have done that. They, that they really could
0: have. To. They really could have. I still yeah. think it's it's extremely expensive, and I hate the fact that you can't buy, like, just buy it without you know, the
2: updates. It's a one-time payment. Yeah, yeah, I want a one-time yeah.
0: payment. I'll pay for that. But yeah, for the, for but like, they want. Not, they want. That's not lucrative. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, but don't you think that three hundred pound a month is being a little bit greedy?
1: I'm not. I'm not sure though, because there's there's so much you can do in with Maya. Like you could. The thing is, some games Maya is their plugin to the game console. They don't use a game engine. Oh my god! Like I think God of War does that. Oh like, shit! There's no like it, Maya is the is the game engine. It just it, it pretty much can just do everything it can even do sculpting to a certain extent it's yeah it's, it's wild uh, so I, is it worth the money the way i think about it is it's a modeling package it's an animation package it's a simulation package uh, it's a rendering package cinematics it does so many different things if you were to split those things up into different softwares how much would you be willing to pay for those like £10-£15 a month? And then that all adds up to like about £300 a month.
3: <laughs> Jesus.
1: You get, you get what I mean? Yeah. Not to justify it from like a capitalistic standpoint, but I'm, I suppose that's just how it makes sense. That's really all I can think of.
2: Boy. Damn. Yeah. This is really only worth it if you're actually working in the, interest, in the industry yeah but if
0: I you're working in the industry and, and you're working for a company they'll pay for your license
1: well they'll have it in the office or yeah, yeah they'll um i'll yeah. give you like a virtual yeah. machine or they'll like hand I you got got some that, cd I, keys
0: yeah i got my adobe license paid for when i was working for the publishing company oh yeah and, uh, but obviously that's like this they, they get a little bit off as hmm. a business but barely anything i think it was it's less than 10 pounds when they pay the, less yeah, yeah, slightly less. No, I
1: thought they pay more. No, no. Wait, Adobe charges less.
0: Yeah, for the when for the amount of uh, if you get like a whole office and like ten people, you don't yeah. pay fifty pounds for each person. I think you pay like f- like forty five or something. It's really close. It's not that much less, oh, but that's really interesting
1: because yeah. in the game industry, a lot of software or say like commercial licenses for like base meshes or textures they charge like five times more for businesses oh that's different that's different for a commercial license
0: yeah for a commercial yeah that's 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 for like the um uh the assets and stuff that would that they they would charge more for that if you're a business and you want to use it for certain different license if you want to get different licenses on on assets like uh rigs or stuff stuff like that that makes sense because then you're using it to to make money yeah uh But um, as a tool, Adobe that that would make no sense for them to to charge more because you can't really like if if I made something in Photoshop, uh, how the hell is Adobe gonna know that it was made in Photoshop? You
1: know, well, that's the thing is like I think I think Autodesk charges more for Maya. The ZBrush is good though. ZBrush, um, if you're for a commercial license, for the price of one regular license which is like 600 pounds for like a, a, a one-off cost mm. so there's no there's no um subscription which is quite nice that's what i like about zbrush mm. you can just buy it once and it, it updates for to all the newer versions oh wow, that's really good but, um the commercial version um if you uh yeah if you commit with a commercial license five people can use one license mm. or they give you five licenses for the price of one which is quite cool that's really good that's quite nice so, yeah, uh, Maya, ZBrush, those are my main things. Maya for modeling, like hard surface stuff, mm. ZBrush for sculpting, uh, Marvelous Designer, which is what I use for simulating clothes. Uh, that's like a sort of a new thing. Um, mm. It's new for like uh, students, I guess, because mm. a lot of schools don't really teach it. Okay in the industry they've been using it for like a while now but it's starting to trickle down to the average user oh, oh uh, wow what else what else um substance painter substance designer for texturing and a bit of houdini which is have you, have you guys heard of houdini you might have used the animation no, no. Oh, okay that's more of a vfx software but it's starting to be used in games as well but yeah wow. Other than that and some game engines, that's basically all the software and hardware.
0: OK, Yeah. it's crazy, man. Old. That's so what's your what's your process when it comes to creating a 3D character? Let's say, character.
1: yeah, that's funny. I, I wrote a document on how to do that recently. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, give uh, us the give us the, the bullet points. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you the bullet points. Yeah. <laughs> um, So you start off with like a sketch, with a Mm. 3D sketch. Um, You just look at your reference, uh, their concept art, whatever it is. And um, just really roughly block out all of the shapes. And Mm. block out some like minor detail, not like a whole lot. You don't want to go crazy with it. And you just want to realize your concept in 3D. You want to see how it looks like in the 3D space. How it looks like when you rotate it. Because you can't rotate a 2D concept. You can ask your artist to draw it in another angle uh, but then why do that when you can just model it right mm. so yeah you do a little 3D sketch of that and then you really like start to put a lot of love into it and you make that into a higher poly model so a higher poly just higher poly high higher polygon count mm. uh, is when you really get up to like the millions and millions of polygons and you're just making it look as nice as possible just making really all the sculpt skin... it. yes yeah well, you'd sculpt what needs to be sculpted. It's In terms of sculpting and modeling, it's kind of like a, a use case scenario. Mm. So if I, if I had like a head, some hands, then yeah, I'm going to sculpt it in ZBrush. Uh, if I had some cloth, then I would make that in Marvelous and add some more folds in ZBrush or maybe fix some of the, uh, the positioning, add some stitches and stuff like that. And then anything hard surface, like like a weapon or maybe some buttons on the clothes and pockets and stuff like that i'll build it in my room. maybe uh touch it up in zbrush but that would really be it mm. so once you've got your high poly figured out then you go on to making a low poly which uh involves which is probably like for me is the most boring part of it <laughs> it's so dead it saps most of my creative energy <laughs> and it's the point on a, on a project where i'm thinking like oh I just want to start something new now because I, I really <laughs> I prefer to just sculpt. I prefer to not have to just basically reskin over the whole thing to reduce the poly count. Uh, reskin over the face and basically draw over the face, um, like to just reduce the amount of polygons in there. And then you texture over that, project down all of those high details, mm. and once you have all of those assets you've got your low poly you've got your your textures you can build those into materials in your game engine and you're all set you've got a you've got a game character that's the it's the overall process you make it sound simple (laughs) i make it sound simple i make it sound short (laughs) but the actual process takes about if you want to make it look good it takes about six weeks maybe two months crazy
0: absolutely crazy man yeah. right so uh who's your biggest artistic inspiration
1: Oof. oh man in terms of like game art or just in general
0: oh, just in general so oh, you can man. give us you can give more than one answer mm-hmm.
1: probably in terms of 3d is probably rafael Rossetti mm. i've spoken to about him quite a lot i mentioned his name quite a lot especially with his nfts and all that stuff but yeah the guy is just a beast Mm. he's just his work's just amazing uh the work that he did on god of war really um it really just made me realize exactly what it is i want to do oh that's good even in uni i'm like the whole the whole experience in uni was like each module is based on a project. So rather than being based on a skill, it's based on like, okay, for this module make a prop. For this module, make a bedroom. Uh make a character, make a house that would be in World of Warcraft. Something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So you're kind of jumping all over the place, but then when I saw his work, I'm just like, that's what I wanna do. I wanna be that guy.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, then he his credentials. I'm like that's where I want to be. I want to be that guy. <laughs> like, yeah, like, just that really got me to sort of go into one path. That's something I think is really important, uh, especially yeah, for like an artist uh, when you have like such a such a a niche like craft. You have to really like just go down one path at a time.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So for me right now, it's the character artist pathway, which I'm really going down and it is mainly because of his work it's just when you when you just see someone's work and I, I don't know i feel like i feel like even before when i was more into 2d i never really felt that way about someone's work mm. i never I'd, I'd see it like ray would show me something and we would both just be like hyped just losing our minds like oh this is so cool look at the brush trucks look at this look at that but you never see that and you never think to yourself like i'm going to do it exactly like i want to really take the ethos and put it into my work mm. but with 3d I, I'm, I feel like i can do that especially with the kind of work that he does in his process um especially with how like the process is still is so like interchangeable like everyone has their own way of doing it mm. and when you can just make some tweaks to it or just take something that he says and then implement it and then you see it and you're like oh like he's and then you see how he does it yeah he's he's probably my biggest inspiration in terms of like the character outside of things that's, that's oh i'm cool, trying man. to think of like who asked yeah yoji shinkawa it's definitely one as well he's the guy that does all of the artwork for metal gear solid oh and the artwork, for, he did artwork for Death Stranding. He's the art director, I believe, of all the MGS games, all the Metal Gear Solid games. And he was the art director of, of Death Stranding as well. So he's like Hideo Kojima's right hand man.
3: Mm.
1: And um, Ray, I think I'm, maybe I've shown you his stuff before, just the really free like ink, like the dry brushing, inky yeah. brush strokes. The yeah. energy is just like, it, mental. Dude. Yeah. Oh man. Maybe I should yeah.
2: Yeah, I should probably make something In a similar style. Just to try it out. Yeah. Try something with Ghost of Tsushima
1: stuff. Yeah, yeah, I can I was I was even thinking like I was gonna try that. I haven't done much two D drawing on this antique yet, so I was thinking maybe I'll try some digital ink, um, in that sort of style. Dabble mm, a bit yeah. of two D here and there. Um, but yeah, that's and even the parallels between shinkawa's book and 3d like he, his his really loose 2d drawings will then be given to like a 3d artist like okay yeah go model that and it's like dude there's lines everywhere like it's not it's <laughs> like not sure i'm sure that he the artist will probably receive like a tightened line art drawing later but uh, for me like i would rather look at the loose one than the tightened one you mm-hmm. know what i mean because mm-hmm. it's just so much more appealing there's so much energy to it and it's just it just feels like it's alive, man. It's, uh, even watching him draw on like YouTube videos with the camera over his shoulder. And in like five minutes, he's got like solid's next face just painted just amazingly. With all these inky brushstrokes. You can see every brushstroke. You can see just every like thought that went into it. Oh, I love that kind of artwork. Just Hell yeah. Like chaos. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: And oh yeah, Drew and I were just talking about like um drawing realistically versus drawing with a bit of chaos. Mm. I think was it the last podcast or in like the
0: previous podcast? Chaos? A couple podcasts ago. Yeah. What do you guys mean by chaos? Um hmm. I suppose that is subjective. Uh yeah. By chaos when 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 it's not as as structured as you use it you'd expect you know like the ink splats and stuff everywhere it's not as neat what you, what you would think of as neat right yeah that's what that's kind of what we meant by chaos
2: sometimes yeah S- sometimes it could be like an impression like it could be an impressionistic sort of piece mm. Whereas everything's pretty rough or some some areas are neater but not everything
1: no. Got you. Yeah, like I I've even like um taking that kind of work into a into 3D like that kind of really loose that loose kind of yeah. stuff. Uh it's quite hard cuz when you're working in 3D, you kind of you're stuck to like your little blob in the middle of the screen in ZBrush here, right? Uh the most I suppose you could do is like put in a bunch of extra objects and kind of warp them up to look like ink with splatters and stuff like that uh but yeah i was I've, I've always been like thinking of like ways to bring those two things together to like have something looser but i guess the only parallel there really is is to make it look like a clay sculpture like a really loose clay sculpture mm. that, that kind of thing i suppose yeah
3: okay hmm.
0: Ah, okay. We're into the last question. Um, what's your dream job or the end goal for your career in the creative industry?
1: Dream job. That's a big one. Yeah. That is a big one, because for me, there's multiple dream jobs. (laughs) Talk about it, man. Yeah, yeah. For me, there's like uh, um, different milestones, but then the next milestone comes if I hit the previous one. So right now, my end goal is to get a basically get a, a character artist role, but like as like a senior or like a lead, mm-hmm. in like a major AAA studio. That's my like current main goal. Mm-hmm. If that then goes well, uh, I then want to like dabble into maybe teaching or like having my own course and really being a mentor. Uh, especially to people who have gone through similar things that than I have uh, as like being like uh, Asian like in like an Asian household wanting to pursue an art career mm-hmm. uh, you don't always get uh, support and you don't always get someone who's like you it's, it's difficult to find people like you to speak to because there aren't many people that do this sort of thing who are who are Asian and um, I think that would be quite interesting to maybe Start something like that, uh, mm. some sort of um, maybe not like a classroom school, but some sort of way for people to like um, just speak to each other, or maybe they could speak to me to, to just get a better understanding of things, or or just for support in general. <clears throat> in general, uh, mm. NFTs as well. That's definitely a big thing. And, yeah, uh, that's kind of uh, floating around everything else that i want to do Mm. um but that's kind of it's kind of not solid it's hard to explain like if it goes well if it picks off if i make a bunch of money off it then yeah maybe i'll do that all the time but uh yeah for now dream job would be to be in the game industry or and then eventually uh like start teaching be kind of take on like a mentor sort of role kind of like ryan king's liner at his vertex
3: score
0: mm. yeah that's dope man nice. well bro i wish you all the inspiration and motivation to get to where you're <laughs> yeah. destined to be man. i, I can yeah. tell from just talking to you that like your growth over the years that there's literally nothing that can stop you from reaching these goals man it's a matter of just sticking to the right paths like i can't wait to see where you go man it's just gonna that be amazing plays, Thanks, bro. Yeah.
1: The same for you. everything
0: you're doing. Dave, oh, if cheers. anything,
1: it's been inspirational. <laughs> nah, <laughs> bro. <laughs> yeah, no, no, for sure. No, for real. Like seeing you, like do everything that you that you've done. Like I, I'm watching from the side, and it looks like it's it's amazing. Like it's so it's been like so, in a way, like kind of quick for me. Mm. Like, cause I'm on I'm doing my own thing, and then I check back over and and I have a look. I'm like, damn, like this guy's got like another hundred followers, <laughs> and I look back again and then I just see the interactions growing and growing and I see the all the different things that you're doing and then me and you even talking about the different projects you want to do and it's just like
0: yeah growth
1: nice. growth is just something you just have to keep you just have nothing's gonna, nothing else is going to come and like make you do it mm-hmm. it's just a matter of just doing it hyping yourself up yeah just doing it just doing it, it sounds so cliche but Mm. Is, that's just all it is. Just yeah. do it. <laughs> just do it.
0: <laughs> See, everyone thought he was crazy, but he had a point back then. <laughs> LaBeouf, man, something. dropping them yeah. gems. <laughs> Let's get into talking about what Chai Brand's been doing this week. uh First off, I wanted to talk about collaborating with Ifty, oh. as we've started uh, our collab with some old artwork, and Ifty's actually produced some pretty cool 3d art of um a sketch that i've done uh let's talk
1: about that bro yeah yeah kitsune kid i don't know what you want to call him but that's the kind of name that i've taken to it works i'm i'm just (coughs) letting it happen kitsune kid sounds cool yeah yeah i like the way it sounds hell yeah 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 yeah. i love the design super um yeah i love the uh, what you what you said before about using the character in different like moments, mm. you know, different poses and stuff like that. Mm. It, there's something iconic about it, which I really yeah.
0: yeah yeah. As I was sketching him, I was like, "This is something special." I, I like I don't know, I just like the aesthetic. I like the the tribal markings on the on the Japanese mask. I just thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought it was a really cool yeah. cool look. It yeah, does blend. scream. It screams black weep
1: so I'm just I'm about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not to lie exactly. it's, 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 the, thing though, the, the thing is though like, uh, I'm not, I, people don't really mention this too much but a lot of black people did like like if our generation got into anime through like what was on TV same with mm. Asians too it's it's a thing like most most people of our sort of age range like um, early 20s like late 20s early 30s they all watch Dragon Ball Z on TV yeah they all watched like Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon all that stuff mm-hmm. they know all that stuff a lot so of people
0: that did that though wouldn't consider themselves anime fans really? yeah especially my age they're, they're like they're, they're just like oh just like Dragon Ball Z I don't know about this anime shit it's Japanese cartoons I'm like yo Dragon Ball Z is a Japanese cartoon bro it's an anime it's oh. like something like yeah or Pokemon they they just wouldn't consider themselves anime fans but I feel like as as time's gone on it's been more like accepting like oh yeah. people have been more accepting of the fact that Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that that was that was mainstream on western tv mm. is actually anime and you are a nerd like <laughs> they just get you know that realization yeah. just washes over them and they're like oh you know what let me check out some other
1: animes and you know yeah. Dirty born, so <laughs> <laughs> it's mad though because i suppose when you think about like dragon ball or something like that um it's not it's not the same as the kind of animes people you would associate anime with i feel like mm. people think about like attack on titan or tokyo Ghoul, or Sword out online or something like that right these mm. big big animes like or like naruto or something like that but it's, you wouldn't really put uh, Dragon Ball into that same sort of category in terms of the story or, like, the, the animation. I don't know. Mm. Maybe there's a distinction because of that.
0: I think it's I think it's the fact that it was popular. It was mainstream over here. Like, it was so yeah. popular that it just...
1: It beat the Simpsons in viewership.
0: Yeah. Same like, as Pokemon. What? Like, that's, like... It's the same kind of feeling, like it didn't, it didn't feel like because because it was such a huge part of, of certain people's childhoods, it didn't feel like it was associated with a country or a, or a genre or anything.
1: Yeah, the like, very strong localization.
0: Yeah. Actually. Yeah. And jelly donuts.
1: <laughs> jelly donuts. Oh my God. <laughs> These coconuts. donuts are
0: sure good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have some jelly donuts. <clears throat> this guy is just eating onigiri like it's,
2: <laughs> it's so weird. Now, why is All there seaweed right, we- on
1: my donut, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, these donuts are triangle ash. What, what's going on? <laughs> but yeah, um, that's what we were working on.
3: Mm. Uh,
1: taking your concept into a. It was a pretty rough concept, to be honest.
0: Yeah, yeah. This, it was like an.
1: It was the initial sketch. Yeah, yeah, literally. Mm. Yeah. Uh, taking that pencil drawing and some of those flat colors and turning that into a 3D uh, sketch—that was pretty fun, and it was uh, it was interesting because that's the first thing I've ever uh, sculpted with the intention of it being a 3D uh, print. Mm. So that was before we even thought about it being anything related to an NFT. Mm. Yeah, which I thought was quite crazy. But yeah. then it, it kind of you get the link of like the of it being a collector's item. Mm. And I think that's where that parallel is, and that's when it becomes something special. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's the next thing I was going to talk about. The um, signing up to sell NFTs on this and planning like a new artwork collection.
1: Have we told Ray about the whales?
0: <laughs> what? I-, I don't think we that, need to I, talk I...
1: about these whales, bro. <laughs> whales?
0: <laughs> I haven't told Ray about the
3: whales. Yeah.
1: Tell Ray about the whales. This, whale? Okay,
0: so this kid. Is it in Leeds or wherever? This kid is. Um...
1: I'll, get his, I'll get his name up. We need to drop his name. Yeah, you could oh, name no. drop this kid. If um, he is angry at the kid, I'm angry at the artwork. All right. I'm not angry at the <laughs> kid. I just he, his, his face haunts me in my dreams. Bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this kid sold uh, artwork of I think it's like nine or t- or twelve whales, like pixelated whales. These, when I say pixelated, I mean like it's literally like a little cartoon pixel whale. It's pixel art. It's pixel art. It's it's probably like fucking twelve pixels.
2: Yeah he that's made that's three thousand three
1: hundred and fifty 350 um, of these emoji type whales yeah okay <laughs> he sold them as an nft now i'm not gonna tell you how much right i want you to guess how much he sold these for three thousand three was the kid we emails. didn't say how the kid was the kid is 12 years old
2: <laughs> 500k um less okay 250k
1: Yep. 290,000 pounds. What he sold them as an NFT, he made oh, 290,000 pounds. 290k, what the fuck? I thought it was 240 of your kid, 290. Bro, he made almost 300,000 pounds. And um, when I saw that, I literally wanted to drop everything that I'm doing, and I was like, true we need to do this now. <laughs> <laughs> do this. What the fuck, you got art? I can sell art. Let's, let's do this, man. <laughs> like, I can out. do
0: art
3: too. <laughs> How oh, the fuck
0: does that just happen? That didn't. The, his age and like that shit didn't fuck me up. What fucked me up was the, the pixelated whales, bro. Now, like, if he sees this little kid's face in his dreams, I see them pixelated fucking whales in my dreams, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what like possessed someone to be like, yo, that's worth a quarter of a million. Like, let's do this. <laughs>
1: that kid's oh, life. I mean, Jesus he, Christ. I he's cashed out on the Ethereum or not? Like, he's his life is set, man. Yep. Like, man, yep. He's set for a while. Just... Jesus Christ. Damn. Yeah, I. It's nuts. Absolutely it's really nuts. nuts. But regardless of how much his smile is haunting me in my sleep, mm-hmm. um, very inspiring, mm-hmm. and I think it's actually—I don't know—his name is Benjamin Ahmed. So, you know, nice to see someone like that be so successful with their artwork, which is like what we all want. Uh huh. As haunting as it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, it's
2: terrifying. A grim reminder that you can do anything. <laughs> Literally <laughs> anything.
1: <A> grim, <laughs> grim Adventures of 3,000 Whales. <laughs> oh my god. This That's guy. Oh, guy. Yeah, that kid's going places. Yeah, he is. You know what,
2: Imagine that, though. Of, Imagine
0: peaking um, at 12. like <laughs> For the rest of his life, he's like, I'm the I guy don't... that
2: made those whales. You don't remember the whales? <laughs> and at that point, I'm not even surprised. You know, you you see fucking art pieces of a dot on a canvas and they sell for millions.
1: Yeah. Ah, but what I learned recently was that fine art like that those kinds of pieces that sell for millions that is like a whole sinister side to it <laughs> oh oh okay so, the, I never knew about this but the one of the I mean I'm sure there's someone out there who is like who has money and they're like oh I, I genuinely like that splatter of paint on that canvas but some people uh, who have sort of uh, I don't know what's the official terms for it but they're basically trying to avoid like tax or their money laundering or stuff like that they will spend millions on these pieces of art and lock them away forever and you will never see it again because they need to just get this cash away from them (laughs) so I was thinking to myself like who knows what that whale money was who knows where it came from
2: (laughs) oh shit
1: you know what I mean?
2: So, are you telling me that it might be dirty money?
1: Dirty, bro. Beyond dirty. Filthy, man. Some mm-hmm. grim, dark money. Yep. I mean, I'm still cashing out, Yeah, not <laughs> I? sleep. I'd sleep
0: perfectly fine with my uh, 280 yeah, with my, pounds. With my human
2: trafficking money. that <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Oh, God.
2: Oh, I'm going to hell. I'm going to sleep knowing that.
1: That's right, good.
0: Yeah, my new bed yeah <laughs> yeah brand new bed man i'm getting that yes, superman this. one that shack had yeah. in cribs <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh god man. egyptian cotton mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, just boy. snorting that cash bro how <laughs> um, no, it is i've that magic um in that episode of south park inject that shit in my blood <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: god god Oh, man. anyway moving on from that grim grim subject of human trafficking NFTs. Uh, let's,
3: <laughs>
0: let's talk about uh oh what else were we doing this week? Uh I was getting ready for October's marketing plan because October is going to be a busy busy month. Uh we've got Black History Month obviously. So we've got the art challenge and Hopefully, because I haven't haven't talked to the guy again, but it is it is planned and locked in, so I just need to make sure uh, the second pop-up shop, second wave of the pop-up shop, is going to be happening again. So uh, I need to be marketing oh. for that all month, all month of September, just so and early October, so we can get a different reception. I want more people, bro. I want people that you know aren't just random Peterborough locals. You know, Ugh, mm. God, they. It sucked man. Was... <laughs> i'm not saying all people from peterborough suck but i don't know all people from peterborough so maybe but <laughs> it just it was horrible bro it was a horrible like it wasn't a bad reception but it was just weird like we kept getting like weird locals like what's this place i know everything in peterborough you don't hate from oh. Randy it like that kind of sh- weird shit it's like bro yeah. you just, like you don't own shit. You don't own your own house. Shut the fuck up. Like, get, yeah. It's uh, Oh. Uh.
2: Whatever happened to the Grafton thing?
0: Oh, dude, I I've been I've emailed so many different people, contacted so many different people. They're just uh, running me around in circles right now. So. Oh. Uh, I think I feel like. I said
1: oh no. I'm guessing they um they probably don't know what's going on themselves.
3: Because
1: mm, mm. it
0: is is on the verge of closing down, which I was hoping to cash in on
3: you
0: know you lot close in <laughs> anyway. I don't need to pay big money to be in your your place you ain't got shit like you're, you're out of here in like a month <laughs> let me not get a space for free nah not that soon but still like they're, they're not going to be getting any offers from any big shops to move in because there's not going to be any, anything there like it wouldn't be lucrative for a a big shop yeah. but it'd be lucrative for like a small little you know pop-up shop yeah
3: creative
0: collective of people yeah. to sell their art out of the shop for a, for a couple of weekends like so being a bitch about it <laughs> i
3: don't know <laughs>
0: yeah but um yeah basically i've just been challenged planning the the art challenge prompts uh, i've been thinking about converting it to that kids and a kid idea that we had um, yeah, yeah. rather than having a different a different uh, a completely different uh piece of art like we did last time, making different variations of the Kitsune mask uh, using different patterns and stuff like that, It'd be a lot simpler for us. And uh, I, I just okay. like the fact that it's stylized and, and it's more contained. It's I think is I think it's pretty cool. But um, those could just be art. Like obviously, as as a challenge as a whole, it's still going to be all like you can do whatever you want, literally whatever yeah, you I want. There's no yeah. there's no there's going to be no um, restrictions on them. But I feel like restricting us to just making different versions of a, a kitsune kid 15 different yeah. versions would be like it would be pretty cool like i think that uh, i like the idea i been playing yeah. with the idea in my head so and That's and already planning some stuff just uh yeah up a little bit it's oh, two birds with one stone to be honest because then we can start working on on the nft stuff using the kitsune kid as a collection uh oh. so i'm excited about that i'm so excited about that seriously I really I, I could really I don't know I felt something special about it When I when I started with it So I was just like Oh I, I think I think people would definitely Gravitate yeah. towards this If it was a If it was a Cool little collection
1: Yeah you never yeah. You never know how far That's gonna go
0: Yeah true yeah. True true I never knew how far Fucking Chai was gonna go So that Yeah well, if there I'm, su- I'm surprised true. every day bro. So i like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you, yeah You really can't Count anything out Until you've given it a try Yeah Uh bought some signage for the new pop-up shop. I'm going to look into getting those um I've got the big big cardboard box like sheets so I can turn them into like boxes and stick uh oh. stick signage on them like we had in the last pop-up shop, but obviously with with more chai stuff. Yeah, um okay. yeah, and I've just been worth sitting down working on a marketing plan to push stuff online on like all platforms because I am ze- I'm I'm so shit with my social media. If I'm if I'm doing good on one, I'm doing shit on the rest, you know. So mm. I need to, I need to
1: make yeah, it a whole something push. Something I was thinking about too, about my own social media, like how, how do you balance that stuff? Like, with you just have to, and you just have to keep hitting like, like five birds with like, like, <laughs> like Yeah,
0: seriously, <laughs> yeah. it's, and then you gotta change the aspect ratio of all these videos and make sure that they're all able to post and other things without looking shit on the other. Like, ah. <laughs> Yeah. It's aggravating it's aggravating um but yeah uh what else what else what else i think that's it for getting ready for october um it's more just the pop-up shop and the black history month that's that's the, those are the two biggest things I, I, hopefully october will be a big month for chai just in general um uh, oh, yeah. moving forward especially with the nfts going up and uh i'm just excited about a lot of the things that are going to be happening in october yeah um, but, uh, there's,
1: sure. there's so much going on and yeah, I feel like that is the best thing for a, a creator mm. to just have shit going on, just don't stop like mm-hmm. constantly have just burden yourself with projects and work
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah should be good, should be good what else, mm. what else oh, last thing I wanted to talk about was the Ghost of Tsushima because I know we're yeah. going to have to be hopping back on that because, well Ray's going to have to be because uh the photo yeah. mode on the new icky island where planning to do an inktober
2: oh uh, your boy ray the photographer <laughs> yeah i'm <laughs> <laughs> no, here um, with the Tsushima vlogs on twitter uh, dumb shit.
1: hideo kojima was saying that might become that might become its own medium because there are people who have actually <clears throat> become uh in-game photographers oh wow who, their whole Virtual social media yeah like yeah With the amount of um, really good photo modes being in video games these days, Mm -hmm. uh, like in Death Stranding, in uh, Ghost of Tsushima, in um, Horizon Zero Dawn, there are people out there. Their whole account is just dedicated to that. Damn! You need to make a. You need to make an account. Make a little Instagram. Yeah, start on Instagram like a Twitter and just put that stuff up because even the way that you take your shots in in, uh, in Ghost of Tsushima, there's a style, there's a like a distinct style to it.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Yeah, with yeah. your like. I don't know if I noticed that. Profile. I just I do, like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I don't... Hmm. Very beautiful. With think it about it too much.
0: Side of sadism. Oh. Very sadistic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them pictures are fucking. Okay, okay. I got my artistic
2: <laughs> photos, and I got my oh, what I'd like to call Sushima vlogs pictures. Oh,
1: wait, you're you're just... talking about. You're talking about the ones when Ray's got someone like bleeding out on the floor, and yeah. Stuff the flute. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that one. Now that you mention it, nah. Ray, maybe you yeah, should. I've make got a two. Reading. Yeah, I've got two
2: <laughs> different. I, I've, yeah, I've got two different styles when it comes to taking Ghost of Tsushima pictures. Yeah, yeah. You, you got the troll ones where I just playing the flute while got the enemy crawling. Oh mm-hmm. god! I'm just crying to end his suffering.
1: Yeah, I think people... Really but also,
2: <laughs> um, well also, I do I do take um, more artistic pictures. Mm. I have a good few of those. Um, but yeah, speaking of Ghost of Tsushima, I'm trying to get myself a few topics to take pictures of. Like, I've listed a few, like a few things to take pictures of. Like How did you do that? Well,
0: like, have you listed areas or subjects or...
2: Yeah, like I've got like animals, uh, poses, Nice. combat combos, which I haven't done before, I don't think. Ooh. Um, you know, fights, uh, maybe some helmet designs. I do nice. take, yeah, I might take pictures of just like you know, all the headgear and stuff. Mm. Maybe draw them in this particular style, landscapes, portraits, and uh, I guess techniques can go in like combat combos i suppose
3: Mm.
1: it's not a variation
2: yeah yeah so i i haven't i don't think i've taken a picture of my character doing like way of the flame technique Mm. oh something like that yeah so that's some stuff i want to try out but yeah and so instead of just taking random pictures i think i'm gonna like try taking these boxes
0: nice nice that sounds
2: oh, interesting as well that's uh that's my plan and i'm gonna use some of those as references for you know yep. october when i'm start drawing hmm. damn man i'm
0: excited to see that man
1: yeah i'm super it's
0: excited gonna be to see a little that. different
1: i literally every every in october I, I i start it starts off with me doing it and then it just ends up with me watching radio.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I managed to go through the whole thing the whole month yeah. last time
1: I'm kind of proud of myself oh yeah you got through the whole lot yeah you did yeah. 2020 you did all October. yeah oh uh, yeah
2: Damn, um, yeah, um, what's all this about time lapses Drew oh um uh, okay
0: I wanted to nab some of uh your inktober time lapses just so i could um get some content to be honest because i, I as as if he just says it's basically uh starting Inktober, then giving up and then just watching you do inktober so i would want to i want to get it. that i'm just here like, like guys please <laughs> you're like now <"Nah>, i'll film your <laughs> with me please <laughs>
2: You 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 stay over there and, and draw. We'll just we'll just film you draw. So yeah, that's just, that. that's what I was kind thinking. of lonely being the only one going through this. Crazy. Can you draw
3: that? Can you draw that? Can you draw me?
2: Can <laughs> <laughs> You draw me
3: outside Tesco? <laughs>
2: no. <laughs>
0: If you draw this for me, then I'll put it on my social media, and you'll be famous.
2: Okay. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> okay.
3: <Jesus Christ. sighs> okay. <Yeah>. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gross. Yeah, those are, are some familiar sounds.
2: <laughs> really familiar. Yep.
0: Mm. Oh, what was the last thing? Ah. I want to go on uh, Legends another time. Like I, w- I, really want to check out Legends with you guys. Like I'm, I'm super hyped to get like a, a little Legends gameplay up because the f- when it first came out, and I was playing with you two, fucking awesome, literally. Oh yeah. One of my favorite, mm. one of my favorite multiplayers, hands down, hands down.
2: Oh yeah. Um. Apparently they shortened Survival Mode.
1: Huh. No.
2: Yeah. It was part of the. It was supposed to be part of the updates so instead yeah, of like was 25 really is it 25 waves yeah or something uh, so instead, 25, yeah. yeah instead of 25 it's now 15. no oh, that's cool what? that's easy Does That means work be... yeah
1: i prefer that because it goes yeah. a bit
2: too long yeah definitely yeah it is it's really <clears throat> yeah. sometimes i'm like i want to take a break but well, god down <laughs> like on the,
1: 25 on the, waves bro but yeah on the highest uh, difficulty it would be like 45 minutes of just playing uh, the same game down jeez, insane
2: but yeah i think we should do a game or two sometime yeah definitely mm-hmm. oh you know what i'm gonna add that to my list i want to do some photos on uh, legends as well oh god those...
1: <laughs> <laughs> this guy man we're gonna be playing the game as well, i guys. know awesome. oh, J- no, Nah, gonna... he just pauses it He don't ask okay, like...
0: <laughs> you be like mid okay. mid assassination, and just pause that. No, it's like That's Ray's a taking one. a fucking That's picture. That's a good again. one. I'm gonna take a picture <laughs> of that.
2: right as you kill him. Oh jeez. I oh, know. Um, I mean that. Uh, I think yeah. If, if we're doing survival, it'll be very different. I think. Mm. Unless we, unless we can get like four people in the Discord call. Yeah. What was it? Yeah, you can't, you can't do photo mode with randoms, basically. Oh. Yeah, yeah it's invite only. Oh. So you you guys will know if I'm intending to do photo mode. You guys <laughs> <They> will know. <laughs> yeah, all it's right. Just oh, options. Yeah. <laughs> three of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, th- I think for the regular missions, the co-op missions, they're, they're much easier to do photo mode in. Mm. It's just two people. Yeah. But when you have to gather like four people, yeah, it can be a little tough. Mm. True, true.
0: Art and music are two key elements that keep me tranquil and focused on positivity while I work. And I want to highlight what Chai Brand's been vibing with this week. So, for visual artists of the week, we have Raf, Raf, Raf Grisetti, which Ifty chose. You want to talk about Raf Grisetti, Ifty?
2: Tell us about Yeah, it, eh? sure.
1: So, Raf Grizzetti kind of grew to stardom i suppose when he became art director of god of war Mm. so uh he was art director on there uh he's just become so like prolific now um he started some youtube uh, tutorials and started to have uh, interviews with just a lot of other like just huge people in the game industry and whatnot Mm. and uh same with people working in props as well, like um, like statues for like comic book characters and stuff like that. Mm. Those kinds of statues too, and and then yeah, um, he looked into NFTs and now he's just dominating. it. <laughs> his stuff <laughs> is just amazing. Uh, his his NFT work, you can just you can just see like all of that. It just shows you what's possible, really. Mm. Um, that's why I just find really inspiring about about him. Is he's just—he's taking a—he's taking his uh, skill set and just applying it somewhere else, and it works. But why so wouldn't it work? Cool. It looks amazing. Yeah, <laughs> you know it what This stuff I
0: mean? looks really cool. Like yeah, the, the, the collections so that he sold on for NFTs—like I would have probably bought some of that
2: shit. It looks it, they're beautiful. Yeah, yeah. they clean, bro. Uh, yeah,
1: they're gorgeous. I was just showing Ray. Like, this is, this is like, what you don't—you don't. You don't you don't know you want to see this. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's new. It's just oh, it's, it's just beautiful. It's so inspiring. Mm. And um, yeah, he just really inspires me in general. Uh, his his gumroad, his amazing gumroad tutorials too. Everything he does. So inspiring. And yeah. That's before you asked me about dream job. And uh, for the longest time I was thinking my dream job is just for him to be my boss to be honest. To him <laughs> for him to be my art director. That would be the coolest thing in the world if I ever got to meet him i work with them, yeah. Damn, that's so
0: cool. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, so check him out, guys. Raph Grazetti.
1: Yeah, it's ArtStation art station, YouTube. Uh, he's on Nifty Gateway as well, with uh, his collection called Fragments. Um, yeah, oh, it's just collection. beautiful work. Absolutely gorgeous.
0: Alright, let's move on to Song of the Week. I chose this one because I've been bumping this all week and it's been mellowing me out. Like, I love it. It's uh, Clouds by Jordan Riquet. Jordan Riquet is like a. I think he's British based. He's either British or French Uh, singer uh, and songwriter and. He produces his own beats and this song is just like chill, like so mellow, so, so mellow. And it reminds me of, have you guys ever played, um, it's like a, it's a browser app called Incredibox. No. It's where you can make beats out of, this guy has like made his voice an instrument by making like loads of different sounds. And then you can like drag the sounds onto each like onto like one of ten characters and make a beat out of the sounds that he's made with his voice they're all animated i think they look like him as well the the creator it's called incredibox it's oh. a it's a browser app but this this song that jordan McKay's made sounds like he, all of the instruments sound like sound like it was him in some way like his mouth like he like he actually made those sounds but it, oh it's just the way he puts it together so crazy i actually started listening to him when my uh, when my child was born cuz i used to listen to this guy called tom mish and um i just found out like w- once ember was born that like some of the tom mish songs that i was listening to actually mellowed her the hell out and she like i used to put her to sleep to some of these songs and then jordan rickey was like uh, if you like tom mish then you'll like this gun kind- this guy and this kind of music so I just uh, I just found this guy and oh man, been following him ever since. He's really he's really so mellow. His voice is amazing. But um, yeah, check it out and check out Incredibox if you haven't already. The, the browser application. I'll send you guys a link. It's literally just a, a website where you can just like fuck about and play play this little little game that someone's made. Yeah, it's pretty nice. cool. Nice. yeah, yeah. So uh, that's song of the week, book of the week. Is uh, know your onions is <laughs> it sounds stupid but it's uh, know your onions by drew DeSoto. soto um, he's actually made a whole uh, collection of books hold on let me let me grab one so it's, um, his books are basically ways to like navigate the creative industry as a creative so one of these one of his books is know your onions uh, graphic design so he he shows you how to like on the front it literally says how to think like a creative and act like a businessman and design like a god and uh oh. it is bro okay. the the way he makes you think through this book it kind of it it gets you out of that i'm a creative i just love art i'm just in it for the art mindset which is great to have but um when you get into the industry if you're naive like that you're going to get like bent over and and screwed (laughs) absolutely screwed by people so he kind of just he it's kind of like a warning yeah it's kind of like how to charge people how to it's it's really good how to like upgrade from being a single artist to like running a small business and 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 having like a limited company rather than being a sole sole trader um yeah it's good and and he even has little little tricks and tips about graphic design like what what to look for when you're and, and and how to talk to clients. It's re- oh, I love it. I love it. It's really good. He's got another book called Corporate Identity. Oh, it's, it's under the Know Your Onions banner. Uh, so it's Know Your Onions, Corporate Identity, Know Your Onions, Graphic Design, and Know Your Onions, uh, Web Development. So it's all it's, it's basically the same thing, but just different aspects of the industry. And uh, this guy, man, it's on the back. It literally says this book will give you the knowledge to be more creative, work efficiently, and give you the foundations for top-notch graphic design. And then he goes in 185 pages you will gain 25 years worth of graphic design experience and a few jokes read it to save yourself 25 years so he's basically just showing all the like pitfalls that he fell into and making sure that you don't it's it's really good man it's really good
1: that sounds like exactly what i'm looking for to be honest yeah
0: yeah it might not apply directly to what you're doing but the, the 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 tips and tricks it's the same industry yeah, so, parallels, are there? Yeah, there's, pa- there's definitely parallels. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. Uh, I actually got this book from um, my the first uh, my boss at the first agency that I worked at. It was a really small agency. Uh, there was literally only six of us, but we had like huge clients. We had a uh, Spire Hospital, um, overseas clients. I can't even remember the names. Uh, message Machine, a bunch, a bunch of huge clients, and it was only six of us working on everything that they needed design wise so um yeah they were it was it was really good it was like it was like years worth of experience in in like one and a bit years that i actually worked there yeah it was great it was great i I used to love that place the only reason i don't still work there to this day is um their biggest client pulled out and pretty much just broke the company like (laughs) absolutely Destroy it. So they had to pretty much just lay everyone off Make everyone redundant and then uh, yeah, we all had to move on but best Hands down the best um, Mentor I've ever had were were the two the two owners of that company They even said to me like back then when I I think I was like 20 21. No, uh, it must have been 21 when I got the job uh 21 they said to me they were like we can see you're gonna run your own company I was like how and they sat me down and like talked to me. they literally just gave me like a full rundown of my like pros the pros and cons and how like how I work and how I should work and how like but they were like yeah we we, we see a lot in you and like if you're not running this company you're gonna be running your own and I was like oh, dude you guys are amazing like they, they were they were lovely <laughs> lovely people lovely lovely people and this is the book that he gave me know your onions graphic design and i was like dude i'm i'm, I'm gonna read the whole the whole collection but yeah sometimes sometimes when i'm feeling like a bit down or a bit like beat up or feel, feel like a little bit taken advantage of by like certain clients or the industry as a whole i'll just read this book and, and it'll just it'll send me focuses me pretty cool yeah anyway um yeah that's it for the book man yeah you guys should check it out uh, this week we didn't have a film, series, or anime because we're on our reading tip. This week we can read. <laughs> the, um, yeah, I didn't have one. Have you guys got one? We'll, we'll, we can make one up on the fly now. If what, what have you guys been watching, if anything? Well, we just talking
1: about what if. Yeah, we all see. Oh, what, what if? if? Yeah, it's not, just not that last episode because I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. No spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah, but yeah. Um, what have you guys thought yeah. about it?
2: yeah um
0: i like what? it so far. i like it really definitely like...
1: Well, i think what, second episode curious, was
2: like my favorite so far
0: well that that's the one with the t'challa right
2: yeah yeah
0: that was a clean that episode, was man. weird that was <laughs> I never, mad
1: i never expected them to do thanos like that yo yeah. <laughs> am i right like, but oh, then I'm you think about so it like what like, if yeah. you actually
0: sat them in the same room like if T'Challa can sit down and talk to Killmonger and try and obviously it's a different level but yeah. I feel like he's so like he'd be able to talk his way out of some shit I don't think he'd be able to talk his way out of like convincing someone that the genocide that they've been doing is like not good <laughs> because they've had like years and years of like killing whole planets and then there's one guy on this one planet's like hey guy that's not cool. Like, I don't. I thought that was insane. I thought that was insane. It made me really think about it, though. Like, try and actually imagine that. Like,
1: could that, that was played off like a joke. When I like, know. Like genocide. He's like, yeah, I know.
3: He's like, yeah,
1: but is it really? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <I> was mad.
2: <laughs> Bro, that blew my mind. Yeah, I really enjoyed that episode. That was good. Yeah.
0: They weren't gonna air it. I heard. They weren't, yeah. They what said the, because the, the they, they, no, 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 nothing that, nothing that bad. That'd, that'd be cold if they didn't hear it because it was but um, no because uh, they think that it, um, it gives away too much about the upcoming movies, like it will give away too, like it. it I think it, it was too close to something that's happening in the new Guardians or something that's happening in the new Black Panther. I can't I really remember. It. But they oh, weren't wow. gonna air the Chad the 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 Chadwick Boseman episode. That one? I was like, is Thanos coming back? Because I, like was... <laughs> well, I
3: feel
0: well, I feel like know they were supposed to
2: have ten episodes in total, right? But they removed yeah. one. So if they removed one, it can't be the T'Challa episode. They said it was the T'Challa episode, but
1: really? then I, yeah, they said it was gonna be the the Black Panther one. There's a rumor that um, the Eternals movie in a flashback was going to have a young Thanos that's that's all that I makes know sense. of fucking like, returning Thanos yeah that yeah, makes yeah, sense yeah yeah because he's meant I'm to be excited
0: about old. yeah I'm excited about the Reternals movie I want to see a young Thanos he was fucked up when he was young doing all them experiments in that cave on, it, on like on those
1: people <laughs> yeah I want to see him in his like his prime you know like a younger guy coming up with these mm. ideas yeah as opposed to him being set on the idea you know
0: mm. he was more like a he, i don't think he was he didn't look as big in the comics he looked like really skinny yeah. when he was young and, and like more. he was a scientist wasn't he
1: yeah he was yeah he was a scientist. Oh, man. i can't wait it's gonna be a good movie you can tell uh, the, uh, one thing that c- kind of confused me a bit with the uh the captain carter episode right
3: mm-hmm
1: was like i can understand why maybe in the multiverse it's like there are certain constants like there has to be a super soldier mm. uh, or like there has to be like an iron man but does peggy carter and steve rogers have to be together like is that a constant
3: mm. like
1: in the in the captain america movie she wasn't interested in him at all before he had a before he had the super soldier serum but in the what if she was in love with him regardless and i was like wait what the hell i think in the the movie she was kind
0: of interested in when he jumped on the the bomb she was looking at him like oh shit this
1: oh yeah, yeah then then yeah but um even like howard stark was just like really you two? <laughs> <laughs> he's looking through the window like what are you what's going on
2: <laughs> what's all this then yeah
1: <laughs> oh.
2: yeah i'm liking that so far I'm loving
1: the uh, animation too. Yeah,
0: Um, I'm not too keen on it, but um, really,
1: yeah. Oh, what don't you like? I mean, CG. No, I expect it from you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Is that a thing? You don't like um, you don't like CG. You don't like CG animation? when it's not expressive. No, I I see what you mean. Yeah, Yeah. some of it is a little stale here and there. Yeah, I get you there. It looks dry sometimes. Yeah. I think they could have pumped a little bit more budget into the facial animations.
0: Yeah, especially literally when in using... in Doctor Strange. In Doctor Strange, uh, there's a couple of scenes where some of the characters look like Muppets. They look like,
2: bah, 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 bah.
0: like there's no lip movement. Yeah. I was uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just noticed those things, man. I just get, ugh, I just get, like, really cringy. I'm like, what the fuck did they do? that? Your Marvel yeah. Studios, like, <laughs> you got all yeah. the money. <laughs> <laughs> they got that Disney money, man. They got that Disney money, man. That's literally yeah. unlimited money. Yeah.
1: That's
2: how they
0: stay rich. Even,
2: yeah. when even when they have the money, they're still skimping out. <laughs>
0: man, low budget as hell, boy.
1: It kind of, um, some of the parts reminded me of, like, uh, you know, like anime when they're moving through the earth, and they save money by having the background move instead of the character. Yeah. But in those scenes, that like for me, that's fine. If you're gonna do that, cool. But mm. I know you have the money to make their, to give them emotion in their face. Yeah. Why is their face? Why does it have an idle pose? <laughs> right. Is just, why is the face idling? <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I just I don't know. I found it annoying. I thought oh, I don't know. Even some of the body movements that I was just like, ugh. they should just shoot like mocap or something. I know it's expensive, but come on, you got it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got it. You got that money. You it doesn't have. To, you don't have either. to use the actors. You can use like random stunt doubles. Just yeah. make them move better.
1: <laughs> Just do it better. Do Just... it better. <laughs> Make it better. it yeah. but do it better. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it comes down to. That's pretty much it. That's pretty
0: much it. I love the stories. That's the only thing that's really holding me to it. Like, oh, it's
1: not. I'm not I do love the, the voice acting though. It's yeah, really nice yeah. to hear the acting from all the the actual actors. Yeah,
0: and you like, can tell like, there's a difference because I feel like voice actors. I'm gonna get a lot of people mad right now. I can. I feel like voice actors, like cartoon voice actors uh, or anime in particular, are just shit. Like they're like, they're, oh, they're like, like
1: like anime dub voice actors. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They're like half-assed and 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 genuinely shit. Like they can't act,
1: like I, at all. <laughs> I'll, I'll disagree with you in terms of that, but I feel like there's a lot of um, miscasting for anime dubs in particular. Mm. Probably because of time constraints. Like, you really I really think you think it's time constraints. I think they're just desperate to find someone to fill in the role. But I, I do get what you mean. Like, it's not. There's usually like one or two characters that actually fit the role. Yeah. And the rest of them, especially the protagonist, just doesn't sound right. It yeah. Just does not sound right. I'd, when it comes to
0: to anime dubs, for me, I feel like the the actual voice because I, I I follow like quite a few anime nerd weebs turned voice actors or, or like amateur voice actors and they've acted in certain like a- animations and stuff or like startup animations, or you get those 10 minute pilots that look fucking amazing. But um, they're shit, like, <laughs> like they're genuinely shit. They can't act. Like, yeah. I, I, I prefer when like real actors, well I say real actors in, in the sense that like seasoned actors mm. do voice acting.
1: Because then you can bias, hear like you've the, um... seen them act before?
0: no, it's the emotion and the, the expressiveness in their voices and uh, the the with the way they talk, like you might get the the, the, the right inflection on a certain emotion from a real voice, like a real actor, but you won't get that from a voice actor. It'll be like, what? Like, the, if, if it says, if they're reading sound surprised, they just sound surprised rather than looking at the context of the scene and sounding the right kind of surprised. Or like, it just, it's over the top and bullshit. Like I've never sat down, listened to like a dub anime and been like, oh yeah, this is, this is some good voice. Act. Like, no, it's shit. Like, and it's not because it's English. It's because they're shit actors. I get you, like, I yeah, yeah. For me, well, that's yeah. for me. That's a, that's literally my opinion, and I know it's gonna piss yeah. off a lot of people and a lot of voice yeah. actors. <laughs> a lot of voice actors be like, "Fuck you! I've been doing this for years."
2: Yeah, you've been doing it shit for years. You've been doing it terribly. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> There's not a big pool oh, to pick from when it comes to Yo. voice actors.
0: It's the same five shitty people. So, good I job. I, I, I don't know. I love it when actual actors do voice acting
3: yeah or like i, I don't know what exactly. who
0: they like how do they find like good voice actors for uh western western cartoons like some
1: of the, the like these hollywood actors do you think so like is it yeah, always uh, though i'm sure there's there's some st- like in always, brave was it like,
0: bravest um bravest warriors those are some good
1: voice actors and i was like who are these people like, i don't know who these people are like I bet you, if you look at those names, they're veterans from, like, Cotton Network. Or, like, Could be, yeah. Like, from Warner yeah. Brothers Animation and Could stuff be. like that. But
0: they know how to act. They actually know yeah. how to act. Like, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't find that in anime. In the trash.
2: You just remind me of something. Have you... Have you listened to the dub for, like, martial arts movies? <laughs> oh, <laughs> have no. you heard... Oh, you no, took no, I... the old, old ones. Have you heard... I've... You know what? F- fuck that. Have you heard of the English dub for the Raid films?
1: There's an no? English dub for that. Yeah, there
2: Why? is. Oh no. There is. Oh no. It's. Oh it no.
3: Yeah, I have. Terrible.
2: Only the first <laughs> it's five minutes though. Terrible. Bro. <laughs>
0: Only the first five minutes. When I try and like when I okay before I had like all these uh, streaming services and I was just watching shit like online. Hmm. I kept trying to find the Raid two. This is like a couple weeks after we watched it. Kept try- no 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 even no, for a couple of weeks, a couple of months when when it was finally online as like DVD quality. Yeah. I kept trying to find like the movie not dubbed. So I had literally watched the first that five minutes right? of the movie. Someone someone would talk with some nasally American accent and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> and I have to keep turning it off. Oh man. It was yeah. I never got past five minutes because I constantly kept looking for the um for the sub. But oh man, trash,
2: man. That's <laughs> trash. I just remembered that. It, it makes anime dub sound imm- immaculate, bro. makes fan dub sound.
1: makes a fan dub
2: sound. Fan dub sound.
1: <laughs> yeah. God, man. Oh, these
0: fan my dubs God. are better. Honestly. These fan dubs are better than the actual dubs.
3: Yeah.
0: Like yeah, some yeah, of these, yeah. like Yu Gi Oh! Bridges, I know they rewrite the script, but some of these actors are
1: genuinely. Hilarious, like really good. I think it's the one guy.
0: Oh, no, there's there's quite a few. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah I can't I remember know. all yeah. their names. Um, a little quote, yeah, bro. you got little oh, quotes, like the main one, but there's yeah, there's quite a yeah. few. Yeah, and then like the, the dub for uh, the what f- oh, am I watching? The fan, it's like Sword Art Online Abridged. These guys, man, hilarious. Like,
1: oh, I've seen that. It's actually they sound pretty good, they sound they are than really the good. They're way yeah. better than the dub. Yeah, they actually used to have like emotion when they speak. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I just don't know what it is with the fucking dub. I feel like they're just all anime fans that were like, "I can do this," and they can't. They're fucking trash. <laughs> you're not an actor. You're just an anime fan, and you have an
2: English accent, and you know
0: how to speak Japanese because you're an otaku. So they were just
2: like, "Fuck it, let's give this guy the role." What, like... what do I feel like? That could partially be because of. Like, the one who directs the voice actors.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It could sometimes, be. That's what I was saying. Like, yeah. it's, it's, sometimes, cast, it's, it's bureaucratic, sometimes it's casting and directing. Mm.
2: Sometimes the voice actors could be really good, but the director could just be shit. Oh, you should exaggerate it more. You should sound more oh, like this.
1: Oh, yeah. It could
0: be. Let's yeah, take that be. again.
2: It really could be. Hey, yeah, it's probably case by case, but yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah it could be the director as well.
0: Well, you know, it's, it's always going to be the director's fault because he lets that shit go through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Anything that goes bad, it's the director's
2: fault. <laughs> it's like, you didn't listen to this before you were like, yeah, okay, that's cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My mom is dead? What? I'm like, no, bro. <laughs> that's not what they meant by surprised, bro.
3: <laughs> 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 what is wrong with you guys? Like <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh nah. Anyway, we have rambled quite a bit about the the film recommendation. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we, uh, what did you we really recommend? Really? <laughs> what I not? Mean, what <laughs> it was what it? It was the what if? What if That's series? Right, right, right. Yeah, that right, everyone's probably already watching a anyway cg and then about voice acting yeah mm.
1: run from recommending to like just attacking people's profession <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> with no remorse i, like, I don't care
3: <laughs> it's
2: oh, like, man.
0: oh man it's, they're getting paid to do a crappy job so
2: oh my they can't they can't you know what are they gonna say? Well, fuck you, man! You, could, could you do a better job? Probably, probably. Don't have more like emotion my job. in my voice.
0: <laughs> what? What? You think I do I a crappy you? job? What? <laughs> I'm so surprised! Oh god!
1: <laughs> you sound oh, like man. Christian from New Japan. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, something. Joey, Bro. you think I'm bad at voice? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry,
2: What's <laughs> oh, <Wait> for breakfast? <laughs> Wait for What's for breakfast, breakfast day? Day? <laughs> um, Oh my. The <laughs> terrible
0: voice actors. I'll stand by it. I know some people are like purists and it's like, I don't like dub because I like to read in Japanese and blah, blah, blah. The Japanese. Is blah. Like, no, I don't like dub because you're all shit. All of you. <laughs> Every last one of you.
2: I don't know, it's one spicy take. Yeah.
0: I, I don't get it. People like, go to Comic-Cons to, like, see these English voice actors. Like, oh, my God, I loved you. And, like, no, I didn't love you in anything. You were terrible in every last thing you've done. Like, <laughs>
2: nah, some of these English voice
0: actors with these animes are just... Oh, man. They finesse their way to, get to getting paid to do, like, terrible jobs. So... Good for
1: you, bro. <laughs> yeah, more power to you, I suppose.
2: More power to you. Yeah. Anywho,
0: enough, <laughs> enough, enough, trash of people. Enough slander.
2: Yeah. <laughs> enough slander.
0: Man, the amount of
1: people I'm gonna have behind me, like all these little weeb's, like,
2: yeah, I'll sub over dub. <laughs> mm.
1: All the Attack on oh, Titan guys. profile pictures are going to come out, you know. I know. <laughs> <real>. Oh, no. i <laughs> love those guys.
2: All well, the DBZ fans are going to be like, no, English is better.
0: Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, I better shut my
3: mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man
0: uh anyway uh let's yeah let's move on uh we not move on let's let's finish this podcast let's wrap this up guys uh thank <laughs> you that was this week's chime central and our interview with Ifty was amazing thank you so much for coming through man you've, you've yeah. got you gotta come through again man this was fun um yeah, yeah. so uh we'll catch you guys next week
3: boy boy